I'm Latoya Maria, and you're listening to As I Am, the podcast. Welcome to July. We're in the second half of the year. Can you believe it? I'm sure for many of you, 2020 has been the year we break open. I know it has been that for me. Veils are falling. We are shifting into a new paradigm, and the divine feminine is here to carry us all the way. We've entered into the Cancerian season, which is governed by the moon. And if you don't know, the moon is the ancient and essential symbol of the divine feminine. As the cardinal water sign, Cancer season invokes flow and deep emotion. The essence of the sign heightens your intuitive vibrations and the divine feminine is here to support you in that. Cancer season carries in summer solstice and invites you to be introspective as you prepare for the fire of Leo season. In this episode, my intention is to give you all the feels with the assistance of my fellow sensual sister, Desiree. She is the right woman for the task, not only as a Cancerian Leo goddess, Desiree is a sensual liberator, a pleasure activist, and together we will be taking you on a journey of gaining agency over your sensuality and pleasure to experience embodied living. Let's dig deeper. The pain and frustration that may have burdened you throughout the first half of the year shouldn't keep you from experiencing pleasure in your divine life. So grab your favorite drink, a journal, because you're gonna wanna take notes and get comfy. Now take a deep inhale and an open mouth exhale. And let's get into this episode. I have been waiting for this and longing to be able to just connect with you in this way so that we can hold space together and explore some of our favorite topics. So I want to get right into it. First of all, tell everyone who you are, where you're from, and anything that you want to share just as an opening. My name is Desiree. I'm from Texas. I am a mom of two, and I am all about sensuality. So anything under that umbrella, I live for. We are gonna get into that, and I and I agree fully. So this is gonna be such a great experience. I love it. So just to get started, how do you feel when you express your sensual energy? What does that feel like, and how does it make you come alive? And you know what? Because I, when I think about how I express my sensual energy, it can go from having breakfast or preparing my breakfast and eating it to you know the typical Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-pleasuring session. So just what does it feel like? How do you, when you express your sensual energy, what does it do for you? I like to describe it as the best high you've ever experienced. Mm. And (laughs) I say that because a lot of times we move so fast, even for myself. And 
my sensuality or whenever I'm kind of exploring sensual living, Mm -hmm. it slows me down so much that it's similar to what many would consider a high, right? Yeah, Uh, yeah. A nice calm. And um, honestly, it depends on what type of, um, like what aspect of sensuality I'm I'm tapped into at that moment. Okay. Let's ride, for example, in the mornings or taking it slow, eating breakfast or drinking tea and, mm. you know, taking your time, sipping your coffee. Yes. Those kind of things just really slow me down and allow me to be introspective. So I yes. usually feel quite in tune and mm-hmm. connected, you yes. know. Yeah. So and that's deeply rooted to the feminine, right? Mm-hmm. And when you like when you said this, having your cup of tea I love tea Mm -hmm. meditation like I love to make my tea experience the most sensual (laughs) it's so good right I when I I always make sure if I have any sort of clients who are I'm doing we're working together and I ask do you drink tea or do you drink coffee and I give them a little exercise a little tea meditation if you will Mm -hmm. just so they can see what that's like and experience that in a way of deep pleasure and deep connection to the self as you said Mm -hmm. in tune I love it that's just that's the only way to be right (laughs) yes in tune with yourself and everything Mm. around you I think that it invites that right even like I'm still on tea because now I want a, a cup of tea. Right. But, um, <laughs> when you think Same. about it, yes, like we need to fall and get some tea, but right. <laughs> no. So, ple- so pleasure. Mm-hmm. Now, this is one of my favorite topics. Like, I yes. love talking about pleasure yes. and I love talking about it in every way, shape or form because it deserves to be explored in depth not just one dimension right and it's not monolithic it is so expansive so tell me what does pleasure mean to you pleasure to me is simply presence Mm. it's mindfulness right I often look at pleasure as a moment of deep meditation without almost without forcing it if, if right that, if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah of course. I, um, I view pleasure as more than just the sensation right there is sensation or, or carnal pleasure that comes along with practicing pleasure mm-hmm. rituals or exploring your pleasure mm-hmm. but um for me pleasure is simply a moment of mindfulness a moment mm. where all is well you know yeah. that moment everything is quite juicy or you know or whatever you're experiencing in that moment feels good mm-hmm. and it could feel good emotionally spiritually yeah. physically yeah. there's layers to it mm-hmm. it's not um i don't limit it to carnal pleasure or carnal right. sensation right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it can be satiating the mind as well you know yeah, or of course. the mind so pleasure is a way of living it is yeah yes. it's a way it of living a way it, that is a it really is a lifestyle and yes. I think I think about when I'm walking down the street or when I'm with someone and 
sometimes they're like, Latoya, you walk so slow. I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> this is, I'm like trying to get, I'm, I'm really always trying to get a, a sense of pleasure out of everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love you. You said something about sensation and this is very, very important for people to understand. Like you can experience something through sensation and that's great, but you have to, I think it's important to be able to connect it to feeling and connect Mm -hmm. it to, to more, to your being, to, to more depth. And when you combine that sensation and feeling, then I think is when you're able to come alive in a way that you would never even imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's a, I, I, I like to look at it holistically, mm, you know, yeah. you have to take into account everything mm-hmm. around you, this entire human experience, you know, there's the physical body, there's the emotional body, there's right. the spiritual body. So when you start encompassing all of that into your pleasure, then you have something, like you said, you have that slow walk where everyone right. kind of looks at you strange, yes. <laughs> but you're smiling from the inside out, you know, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. different. It's, yeah. it's different. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, just this is kind of going on the same energy of, do you, can you think of a myth, like something that is a common misconception about sensuality and pleasure? Um, that comes up often, especially because you hold space for pleasure practices and just for sensuality through movement, through other practices. Can you shed some light on some common misconceptions or myths about sensuality mm-hmm. and pleasure? And this is your opportunity to debunk any of them if you, if you absolutely. feel Absolutely. <laughs> um, absolutely. I think one of the most common misconceptions about sensuality and pleasure living and our rituals is that they are innately sexual. Mm. Uh, people often think that when you speak of pleasure practices or pleasure rituals or even pleasure living as we're speaking about, right. um, that it it correlates to sexual pleasure or carnal pleasure mm. or um, even sexual pleasure for someone else meaning mm. that it's not it's not yours mm. to uh. own it you don't have autonomy or agency over your own pleasure and somehow pleasure only exists for you to give it to someone else and... right you got to get me worked up <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes get worked up <laughs> but that is uh, the two myths. So the first mm. one is that, that that it's innately sexual. And the second one is that you don't have agency or <gasps> autonomy over your own pleasure. And um, I'd like to debunk that. I'd like to take a second here. Yes. <laughs> Let's take a collective second. A take a yes. fucking moment. <laughs> take a fucking moment for everyone to <laughs> take a breath. <laughs> and um, I'd like to say that um pleasure or when you think of sensuality and sexuality i say all the time to my clients on online in general that they are sisters holding hands but they are not the same person okay <laughs> they can walk together they live together often mm-hmm. but they do not have to you right. know they are two different people sensuality and sexuality when you think of sexuality you think of physical body or physical sensation even expression Mm -hmm. and then when you think of sensuality you think of deep embodiment and um, 
again, that holistic perspective, you know, mm-hmm. which can include sexuality and oftentimes does. Yeah. And and even should in ways, you know. Um, but it's not necessarily the same thing. So mm-hmm. you can have sensation without any type of sexual gratification. Mm. So two different things. And then when you think of pleasure and to have an autonomy over your own pleasure, um, I do believe that you can welcome someone into a moment of pleasure with you. Right. right? right. That you can embody your pleasure, then invite someone else in to share that space with you. Mm-hmm. However, it's ultimately yours. Yours. Yes. It's ultimately yours and you don't have to share your pleasure. Okay. You don't have to give it away. Tell you them. Know? <laughs> yes. You can be decisive about it. You know, and I, to be honest, I invite you to be decisive. I invite you to uh, be choosy about who mm. you share pleasure with. And again, it can be sexual pleasure or it can just be just sensation or emotional pleasure. You know, right. those emotions that feel good. I invite you to be selective about your energy, Woo! you know, selective about how you share that space, you know, you get you taking them to church because <laughs> no, because the amount of times when I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about this when not just and not to no one in specific or no gender, nothing has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with how we exist and mm-hmm. so much of our pleasure, our sensuality, just the things that bring us joy. We don't even give it to ourselves or we explore it with the hopes that someone mm-hmm. will want to partake in it with us but and I and there's nothing wrong with that that's beautiful but where is the deep love for the self how can you be in love with yourself in a way that you are very particular about your energy right and it doesn't have to do with anything in particular but just your energy as you exist here you've got to be very mindful you have to prioritize yourself and make sure that the energy that you are sharing with others is worthy <laughs> like and I really do believe you look people value others more than they value themselves and mm-hmm. I'm not with that like we have to know that we are worthy for the of the love that we want to receive and we have to be willing to, to give it to ourselves and that looks like many different things but with regards to pleasure and and sensuality that needs to be something, especially women, we reconnect with in a way that we feel more embodied to mm-hmm. explore it, right? In every absolutely. way. In yes. every way. Yes, absolutely. And and I believe that pleasure is almost, this is a, a great way to put it, is that it's like refilling or, or going to a gas station. Mm-hmm. And filling back up your tank, right? Yeah. Anytime you take a moment of presence and a moment of mindfulness and, and that moment of pleasure refills a cup that may be running on E, right? right? It, right. It, it refills you. And so whenever you're sharing that space or giving that energy, you have to be mindful that you deplete just a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, it, it's, and that's okay. That's, that's normal, but you're going to deplete a little bit. So being... Being selective allows you to not be 
I'm good. Can I be transparent here? Yeah, always. So, come on. <laughs> here let's we go. Let's, let's just get into it. <laughs> to not be taken advantage of because mm. there is people who who are not aware of how to refill their own cup. Yeah. Utilizing pleasure, right? Mm. So they'll tend to take yours. Yeah. Yours to refill their cup. The fuck? And then you're left on <laughs> e. <laughs> You know what I mean? And you're completely left on E and you're like, what the hell happened? Well, you gave it. You, you gave, gave it all away. Our, our, our brother, you know what I mean? Whoever, you gave it away. You gave it all you know? away. <laughs> and now you're trying to find the nearest gas station and you're having a hard time getting there because you're, you're running completely on E. So, you just. And that's like, this is, there, there was, I'm. I I don't even know which song it is because I enjo- I loved Unfold the other day. Mm-hmm. I was in bliss. <laughs> you understand me? Yes. Bliss, pure bliss during that session and that playlist. You know, I love music. We love music. I yes. that was one of the one of also one of the ways that I fell in love with you because I'm like, okay, sis, get it with the music. She understands. <laughs> she understands. It is a story being told here. This is an experience. So. So that playlist was amazing, but there was a song I can't remember, but I think she's saying like, you're an angel. And then she talks about at the end, um, people, um, the understanding that people have with selfishness and what that looks like and what that feels like, but it's just an invitation for you to be yourself. I almost fell out because that, if that is not the damn truth, because I identify with that so much that mm-hmm. over the years and I've always been I have always known it's important for me to I can only give from a full cup so I'm never going to deplete myself and of course there have been times that I've fallen short of that and I've denied myself and I have not sub- cared for myself in a way that I deserve but for the most part I always make sure I prioritize making sure that I am well and that my cup is full is full mm-hmm. and we have to be willing to again just be ourselves and be selfish because otherwise people are just going to use you up and you know that's no way to be right there's no way to be we want to and then we also want to be making sure that we're in connection and relation with individuals souls beings who align with us right so that we are in a full alignment and it's a beautiful energy exchange right and it's not being just someone take dumping onto you or taking from you this is an energy exchange that we're having and it feels good it feels pleasurable <laughs> yes absolutely and and the song is human nature by Seth Billy uh, yeah <laughs> it's an amazing song and it's so true when you're speaking so of um, the energy exchange I, I think, too, when you start exploring your sensuality and you really start even taking it a step further than exploring, but really beginning to embody, embody it. it. Yeah. Yeah. When you begin to live, breathe, you know, mm. your sensuality, you also become more aware of what is good for you and what's not. Right. And I think sometimes when we speak of um, being decisive or being um uh, selective about who you share your energy with or share your pleasure with. I believe the first step is really understanding and embodying it first. Right. Because when you're clear, mm. you know, if you're in tune and you're vibrating high, yes. you're able to, to easily identify, you know, yes. hey, this, 
this vibration doesn't match mine. I see you know? that, you guys. I see <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I can see past that right there. Like, you know? How I be walking around all the damn time. <laughs> yes, like, okay, you know. And this is why, I, this, is, this is a big reason why when I, tell, when I share myself, everywhere I go, you can, like, my colleagues will tell you the same thing. Like, this is, oh, yeah. This I know this person. This is she's exactly the same way all the time. Because if yeah. you know who you if you embody the essence of your divinity, right? If you embody all yeah. of those things, that sensuality, that higher self, that love, that joy, that passion, all of these things that you start to embody that help you be more all it is is just deep connection with your divine self and to yeah. source, of course, then you just feel comfortable with being yourself and comfortable with sharing yourself in a way that makes you feel good. I, um, I uh, reposted a beautiful, amazing, um, uh, what's her name? Tracy Ellis Ross. She had came out with this article or something like that. And she, they, they highlighted something that she said, which that she said, but she was saying, you know, I'm here to, I'm paraphrasing, but she's basically mm-hmm. saying, uh, you know, I want to share myself in a way that is going to be open. But what it's about is making sure I'm okay with myself and I don't mind making others feel uncomfortable if that is, if that's what it takes. And, and it's not in a way of malice, of course, but this is mm-hmm. just this understanding of like, listen, I'm showing up as myself. And I feel comfortable as I am. And I want to make sure I encourage others to have the permission to take up the space is what she said. I'm very, I am very comfortable making people uncomfortable, not in a way that is to take away, but it's just for my own well-being. And I Mm -hmm. think that this is such a beautiful way to look at it specifically for women. Like this also looking at pleasure as in let me please you or someone else. Right. And we don't exist to please someone else. Like that's not our only, that's not what we here put on this planet to do. That's not it. Right. And so let's expand that and let's embody it in a way that is Mm -hmm. honoring us. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw you share that too. Actually read it this morning, but it was so, when I read it, I was like profound, you know, I I thought it was so profound. I thought it was so um, well stated, it's you know, well stated, right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. so well stated. It was like she took, you know, like put our little minds together, right? and just put it out there as a perfect. This is, I mean, you know, honestly, this content. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh my gosh, she's in my head. She's you know? in my head because that's exactly yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it was so profound and it's so true. I think she spoke on our. I was reading on your page that it was. Um, she was saying taking up space right. and. I love that, you know, uh, and, I, and no. I love that. Yeah, I just loved it. <laughs> you like? Do you know how many times I've told women, I mentors, people, I've told so many people mm-hmm. how much I love saying that. I love telling women, especially, take up space. Mm-hmm. And I have got, I've received pushback on that. Um, and mm-hmm. some of the pushback was like, you know, especially for Black women, like, yeah, you know, well, you know, sometimes you don't feel like taking up space. And I'm like, hold on, like, let's get clear about this. I don't mean showing up and doing something that is out of your character. Taking up space is not shrinking. 
right? And like being whole, that's what that means for me Mm -hmm. personally. When I say I take up space, that means that where I go, everywhere I go, everything that I do, how I breathe and speak is with intention. And I'm not going to shrink myself or deny myself to make, uh, to accommodate anyone else. And if my vibration doesn't resonate with you, I send you love but you're going to keep moving. Right. And like that, that's basically what it means to me personally. (laughs) No, it's, it's so true. And when you think of even um, inviting, you know, let's say inviting women in classes or sessions or however, when you think of even breath alone, Mm. I often tell women breathe, you know, I need you to give, (laughs) give your breath some sound, you know, and even that (laughs) can feel uncomfortable, right? right? Because it's like, I am breathing too loud Mm. in one world, you know what I mean? And Who this is one of the things that? in yoga, especially, right? Yes. Like there's oh, some yeah. people who get so worked up about like someone's breathing so loud in the class. I'm like, get out. <laughs> right, get out. Get out. <laughs> everyone is invited to breathe here as loud. I, this is one of my prompts. Like, oh my goodness, I babe, I love how you're breathing. <laughs> yes. Like just breathe, open your, it's okay. You know, and, and I, it's, it's so telling, you know, and I often ask just what were you taught even about your breath? You know, like what were you taught about, about showing up Mm. in one of the smallest ways? Breathing is probably the, it's not a small way to show up. I don't want, you know, to get that. But it's just, true, it's but it's just, it's the simplest way to show up, you know, is to just breathe. The amount right? of times and like make it audible. I love a good make it fucking audible. sigh. Like, oh yes. my God. And work all the time at work. People are like, you're okay. I'm fine, man. This is like life that's happening right now. I'm right. Yes. Like, <laughs> and people really associate that with some level of orgasm. Right. right? Like, is she okay? <laughs> like that's pleasure that's you know I did I I had today today I committed myself to Mm -hmm. my bed and just enjoying and one of my practices was a pleasure breath pleasure exploration and it was divine like fully fully divine like it is breath is experiencing pleasure in a way that will as you when you start it makes you feel high <laughs> yeah it's a high and breath is the quickest way I think to get there oh, oh hell yeah. yeah so many ways oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so quick like you, you want to go there real quick okay breathe and focus on something that you know brings you absolute pleasure boom you're high and like it, it, it's just it right <laughs> goddesses how are you enjoying the episode are you resonating with the magic oh, every moment with this divine goddess is just everything <laughs> let's take pause and free the feminine with our breath we're gonna do a pleasure exploration similar to what we were just discussing so close your eyes and think of something that you love something that brings you pleasure that brings you joy once you have it in your mind's eye once you can feel it I want you to send it throughout your being with five deep 
audible pleasure breaths. Are you ready? Inhale. Do you feel high, light, tingly? Practice this often and anytime you need to feel pleasure, present, and embodied. Now let's dive back in. shift gears just a bit go a little bit deeper in this especially because we're talking about taking up space um Mm -hmm. understanding your pleasure how important is it for women to develop a relationship with their bodies and to prioritize self-love practices and doing that without shame Mm, okay I'll start with it's a little bit easier for me to start with what it's done for me yeah of course um I was always one to, like we said, you know, just a few minutes ago was one to play small. Mm. Um, And in small, not just on the physical level, meaning how I showed up in the world, but on the even emotional level, Mm. not allowing myself to be seen emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. As well as not allowing my voice to be heard. I think that when you begin to embody your sensuality and um, and really live in that space, you begin to speak up for yourself. Ooh. And that's the first, that's the first part of it to me. That's the first thing I would say um, that tends to kind of kick off. Right. Is your voice a lot of times, mm. you know, I, I, oftentimes people think it's how you show up, meaning you all of a sudden start to wear really sexy things mm-hmm. and kind of show up and it's so much deeper than that, you know, it's so deeper. and it usually begins with your voice. You usually begin to say, no, I don't want this. Yep. I don't need this. Yep. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. This is what I need. Can you provide me that or not? You begin to become, you know, like that. And um, you begin to become quite direct. And I think it's important for women to begin to reconnect because it's not like you're digging for something you never had. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to be clear. You're, You're reconnecting or reacquainting yourself with your divine birthright Ugh. you were born this way you know you're not <laughs> <laughs> oftentimes women think you're digging for something that just never existed mm. absolutely not it exists it's just buried mm. underneath all of the things you've been taught Ooh. you know all of the things that have been layered on top of you you know um 
from society, from your family, from whoever, from a mate, even, you know, right. from a partner, partners give you, you know, um, unwanted or unnecessary weights as well. Yes. Sometimes, you know, so being able to use your voice is so important mm. and sensuality welcomes that or invites you to begin to speak up for yourself. Right. What do you mean? Oof. You know? Yeah. So that's it. That was the first thing it done. It did for me was, um, reintroduced me to my voice mm-hmm. you know and and from there everything else kind of unfolds because when you think of alchemy or you think of attraction and being able to manifest mm-hmm. you know utilizing your sensuality or sexuality first you have to be clear right right mm-hmm. there's the clarity that has to be there um a releasing of energies and when you begin to introduce yourself or reintroduce yourself to your sensuality or sexuality you begin to clear out mm-hmm. old quote unquote muck are things that are not needed Mm. right and once you begin to clear you're able to easily identify what you want Mm -hmm. and when you're able to identify what you want you're able to set intention behind it yes and then when you begin to set intention you can attract yes and so (laughs) that's kind of how it it flows right that's the um path oftentimes it doesn't have to be but it it can be and it usually happens uh, subconsciously yeah you know it, it just kind of unfolds that way when i began to really connect with my sensuality Everything around mm. me began to mirror what I needed, right? You know, it's more than just I want to feel confident in my body. It's really about I want my outside mm-hmm. world to mirror what I need and what makes me feel good, you know? Yes. I want... Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I can't even I, – I mean, I, I feel so emotional because – it's I literally was journaling about this very thing right now, <laughs> like that you just shared today. Um, and it's like on speaking up and using your voice and connecting to how you can speak and share like, I don't want this. I do want that. This feels good. This doesn't. And how critical it is for mm-hmm. women to use our voices. Here's the thing. Right. And, and, and that's why I also added without shame. Here's the thing. We, we are we are taught so many things as women, you know, taught this fairy tale princess, this all these things that are are that's it's not even steep in any sort of reality. Mm-hmm. And I believe in magic, um, but just how do you show up as a woman and how do you show up and how does your how do you reflect that feminine energy in a way that is, OK, I don't use my voice. Mm. So I, if I don't use my voice then uh, that means that this knight in shining armor, just for the mm-hmm. sake of the conversation, is supposed to know everything already, already supposed to know what, what it is that I want, how I feel like everything. So a lot of times women are even creating their own misery yeah. for no reason because they're not even speaking up. They're not even using their voice to voice no, yes, I want this. No, I want that. I don't want that. And then because we don't know ourselves, we, in some ways you can't use your voice because you don't even know what to say yeah. or how to express it. So this is really critical uh, for women to start embodying more than just um, that sensuality for the sake of the self, but also for, for mm-hmm. your relationships and for how you show up in the world and connect and relate to others. And when you're able to use your voice unapologetically, 
um, in a way that is obviously rooted in love, because I always make sure that Mm -hmm. this this is clear. Like you have to stay Mm -hmm. rooted in your heart. Women, we need to be in our heart space. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's just where the magic happens. Yeah. So (laughs) it's just as simple Uh as that. Yeah. So we have to stay rooted in our heart and then we can connect with love and then we move Mm -hmm. forward from there. And everything should, you know, like you said, it'll, it'll everything you'll attract what you need and it'll align. It will. It yeah, will it'll align. align. And, and like, like you were just saying, everything will happen. We don't have to mm. force our way into our sensuality because again, it exists. No it's way. With, like we're all sensual human beings we can't help it you know right you like it or not right (laughs) you're sensual Mm. there's just levels to it right there's levels to the connection right yeah but of course but we're all sensual and I think reconnecting with that space does not take an over exertion of force or doesn't take you to overthink no way the process and I I believe Mm -mm some resistance that we may feel collectively with sensuality expression and embodiment Mm -hmm. is that it takes some type of outer um what's the best way to put it like an outer experience in order to reconnect like it takes some outer force or when in reality Mm -hmm. it takes Mm -hmm. yeah 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 it's simple time like you said this morning where you were just doing breath work and you were in your pleasure you know that's connecting to your sensuality you know, that's, it's, mm-hmm, it can be as course. simple as that, or it can be as complex as you make it, you know? Um, right. But it's so necessary because it does show up in your relationships. Mm-hmm. It does show up in your friendships, Ooh. even, you know, it can be platonic relationships. Oh, it, it shows up in family. Like, yeah. 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 It shows up. Oh my goodness. In yes. every way you write. That's why I said, like, mm-hmm. it's like how you relate to each other, how we relate how we commune, yes. right? Communication, how we commune. Yes. <laughs> like, this, this is like, this is real stuff. And it mm-hmm. does take time. And it's yes. you taking the time. Um, and it's, and it's practice, mm-hmm. right? And it's not something that you just, all of a sudden, yeah. okay, I've, I've arrived. And then that's it. No, this is a, this is a lifestyle. This is how we should be thriving. And it's how we should be experiencing mm-hmm. our lives. I love that you highlighted this because I say it all the time. It's a remembering, yeah. right? Already, all of it, everything mm-hmm. already exists within you. It's Absolutely. there already. Right. But you said it, you just unpacking all, throw it all out. All that other stuff. Yeah. going to unpack all of that. <laughs> yes. And get back to the source. Right. And remember who we are. Like, remember yeah. who you are. Yeah, you already Absolutely. are everything. Absolutely, just unpack it <laughs> and leave it on the floor in front of you. You know, as you unpack, don't just throw it away. Mm. Unpack it and leave it mm-hmm. in front of you, right? And look at it. You know, take some time just to I look agree. at it, and not only look at it, but look at the source. Where did I get that from? <laughs> Where did I get that from? Where? And a lot of times, it's from those we love or have loved. Right? It's it's yeah. Not- on TV, yeah. you know, and we yeah. often think that, but a lot of times it's no. people closest to us. Where did I get that idea from? Yeah, oh, yeah about mm-hmm. myself or mm-hmm. that falsehood. And that mm-hmm. way, when when so and so or whoever <laughs> comes to you and says this again, you're able to say, "Oh no, this is not true for me." That piece <laughs> of luggage is sitting <laughs> in my closet. So I already know what that looks like. You know, <laughs> I already unpacked that <laughs> one. You know, so that way. Yes. <laughs> 
This yes. is gems right here that you're dropping right now. These are yes. fucking gems. That way you can simply say no. No, thank you. I'm going to say, like, my favorite, I think, I'm sure I've said this. I've written plenty of poems about it, but I'm sure mm-hmm. I've said this in maybe one of my posts. Like, my favorite thing in the world to say is no. Like, I love saying no. And the reason why I love saying no is because it, feels so good to be fully mm-hmm. in my power now I don't want people to think I walk around telling people no all the time I don't right. I don't say no to life but I'm just saying what I'm saying is I have no qualms mm-hmm. about saying no like and making that be it like yeah, no I'm not yeah <laughs> like the amount of times and then people don't re- like people are stunned because what ends up happening is is either people are used to uh uh, being able to get their way and saying like doing things, saying things, and like used to people being receptive to it, or the vice or the on the other side of it, they're in order to please people, they just say right. yes, right? And like, and they mm-hmm. betray themselves. Um, and I'm and I'm not here to betray yeah. myself, right? And so I'm happy to expand. I'm happy to explore my boundaries. I'm happy to grow, like all of that. Yes, but let's not get that let's not intertwine that in my autonomy and my existence of making sure that I am deeply rooted in this pleasure that I want to experience and being able to say no when something doesn't align to me is how mm. I feel my power right and how I stay in my power and how I feel liberated. that right there oh, liberation saying no I'm not yeah. doing that yeah that right there like that all of that period look <laughs> Oh fucking stop. I fucking love that. Yeah. That was my favorite thing. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. There's no line with yeah. it's, no. it's a good no. Like, and it's simple. And and you do it, when you do it shamelessly, it's a no and a walk away. Like it's not even an explanation behind right? it. Oh, yeah. No you don't need to backdoor that thing. You know what I mean? Just no. Hell walk no. The fuck off. <laughs> and smile on your way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And smile. Yeah. This is pleasure. That's, pleasure. that's, a, that's a pleasure Boom. practice that's for pleasure. me. <laughs> it's simple as that. <laughs> I have a journal prompt, reflection, and practice for you to try out. Take a moment and reflect on how often you are saying yes to appease others when you really want to be saying no. And once you've reflected on it, I want you to write how you feel. And answer this question. When you say yes to others, are you saying no to yourself? Reflect on it. Feel how you feel in your body when you ruminate in this and write about it. And then I want you to look at it, not as a judgment of self, but to help you to have an awareness of how you're living your life. Your journey to agency, embodiment, and liberation will require your voice. I invite you to put it into practice today. Just once. If someone asks you to do something that requires your time and energy, take a deep breath and say no. I'm not available for that. Don't offer any explanation. Just say no. And use that time to indulge in something for your pleasure.
It may be challenging at first, I know. You may feel uncomfortable saying no. You may even feel dread with not explaining yourself. However, it is a practice to embrace regularly to feel your feminine power activated. Shifting from this narrative and this idea that the divine feminine is passive and into the truth of living the divine feminine empowered. Give it a try. In this last segment, we explore Desiree's sensual liberation community, feminine practice inclusivity, and yoni power. (laughs) Let's get back in it. So tell me about Sugar and Sage. Let people yeah, know what Sugar and Sage is, I like to call it a sensual empowerment community of sorts. Um, mm-hmm. But I, on a deeper level, it's just more of a sisterhood. It's a space where I share not only sensual movement, sensual yoga, sensual flow, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, feminine magic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really centered around yes. the power that us women and those who identify carry with us on a daily and mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. taught otherwise, right? So it's that reintroduction mm-hmm. yeah. um, to the yes. most sacred parts of ourself. And that is, of course, yoni mm-hmm. or your sacred space, vagina, mm-hmm. and our heart space because they're one in one right a young yeah they're one in one they're <laughs> one in our one yoni, our heart space go together. <laughs> so uh, sugar and sage even the name alone came from sugar is how i identify our yoni right it's that sweet spot it's that yeah, it's a sweet When you think of sage, you think of cleansing, you think of renewal, you think of starting over. So right. putting them together is mm. the perfect potion, if you will, right? To reacquainting with yes. our sensual feminine. And that's mm-hmm. how um, I came up with that. And, and to be fully transparent, I created Sugar and Sage for more of selfish reasons. I know we were speaking earlier about selfishness, right? Um, for more mm-hmm. of self, uh, I felt like yeah. it was something that I needed that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. There was sensual movement mm-hmm. communities, or there is sensual movement communities. And then there's communities that focus on yoni and... Um, healing and and, uh, feminine magic but there was I hadn't really seen one Mm -hmm. that encompassed all of it put it together and when I first began my sensual feminine journey um, I didn't have many resources I it was it was overwhelming to say right. the least, you know, you kind of look and you're like, okay, wait, there's, there's mm-hmm. hundreds mm-hmm. of goddesses. Wait, which goddess do, am I supposed to follow? Um, you know, right. is it Oshu? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> do I wear more yellow? <laughs> Girl, I can even, like, that's a whole, da- that that's is a whole, whole nother one. Let me not go. <laughs> we like, I need a whole we need. We got to get right. off the pod for that conversation. <laughs> anyway, go on. Journey, and I and I've seen it happen so many times. I've I've interacted with so many women who say, "Where do I start? Like, do I start with yoga? Do I start with pole? Do I? What do I do? Like, I don't understand how to how to how to get there. You know." 
And that's how I felt. Right, so I was right. reading all of the books. I was trying to figure it out. And it just, mm-hmm. it became a rough spiritual awakening. You know, I'm going to be honest. It was, it was mm-hmm. quite, um, it was a roller coaster. It was. And so I was like, right. it can't be this complex for us to reconnect with ourselves. It just can't be. Right. You know? like- this is I, like, I got to jump right. upside down. I got to like do flips right. and cartwheels and spin around oh, three yeah. times. And and I'm like, like I'm, trying to <laughs> I'm trying to do it. We don't know what we need to do. Which crystal? So it was just so much. And I was like, you know what? Women need a safe oh space God. where it can just be simplified. Uh, it's, it doesn't, let's just simplify just- it. It's okay. Yeah, I don't have to have all the terminology, right? I don't have to, like, here, you know what, goddess is here's one book. Let's start here. Like, you know, here, how about just me introducing you to your body in the most simplest way, you know? Yeah, so so that's why I created Sugar and Sage. It was like, let me simplify this entire thing, you know? Like, and that's what I love it. And and, yeah, and we're here. I, I mean, I, I fucking love it. Like I, the, no, you. I'm sure you saw my rant the other day because you commented. Yeah. I'm like, look, <laughs> what's all this? Like, yeah. I can't. Like, I can't. I'm so easily fed up. I, I, I. I that's one thing. I'm still working. I'm so easily fed up. No, but it's okay. um, and, then, <laughs> and then, like, I. I'm like, what's all this? Like, I and I and I tell even when I'm working with clients, I say I do all of the heavy lifting. <laughs> like, trust me, I've done all of the fucking heavy lifting. Like, I read the books, I explore it, I've done it, and de- I go in depth with all of these things I've read and everything, and it's all well and good. So, but here's what happened, right? Spirit spoke to me and was like, "Look, mm-hmm. put all that shit down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sit your ass down, close your eyes, breathe, yeah. and connect. I'm gonna give you like." like like I'm just gonna download all the things you need, and this is what this mm-hmm. is what the goddess energy yes. is, right? <laughs> this is that innate. Can we just simplify? I love see, like this is what you are kindred spirit because I sense that, I felt it, I seen it, and I connect with that because this is we need to make shit. We need to make things accessible. When I get really comfortable, no. I start swearing. <laughs> I just want people to know. When so what ends up happening is I want y'all to know right now. <laughs> I just want to tell people like. When I on my own time, I curse all the time. When I'm at work, I curse. Yeah, but you're still but there. I still <laughs> like, let's be authentic here. Yeah, like, I'm. I swear, let's, I just love it. But yeah, like the like, can we just simplify this shit? We need to make things mm-hmm. accessible, right? We need to make pe- things accessible so that we can feel confident to start exploring this ourselves, right? If you if we've got if we make it so intense, it can mm-hmm. be very intimidating. And sugar and sage is is so beautiful. You said, I believe in women creating a space for other women, a continuous sharing of all things, a transference of power. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. I nearly fell out when I was like, yes, because that's what this is about. This is mm-hmm. where our power lies, that communion, that community, that energy exchange, that transference mm-hmm. of power. That's everything. Because we That's all have everything. It. It's, it's at different oh. levels, you know, mm-hmm. and not one higher than the other, just in variations. It all runs parallel, no. right? We all run parallel to each other. Right. It's, and when you begin to yes. cross paths, there's a magic that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, even when we think about 
simplifying and introducing that transference of power within the uh, simplicity of community or spaces like this. Right. Oftentimes Mm -hmm. women come into this space thinking they don't have the tools, not realizing they have tools that I may need in my toolbox. And then I have tools that you may need within, you know, your toolbox and, and when we begin to train yes. those things and share those things, we become more powerful. Transference of power. This yeah. is energy exchange. Yeah, like, this is it. it. <laughs> but this has been the secret. Ladies, listen, this is the secret, okay? This is the secret. This mm. is it right here. When we connect, we unite, and we all have yeah. power. And we can all transfer and share and grow. And it does. it's not about competition. This is not, that's right. not in the feminine energy. That is not, that's not out the seat of mm-hmm. our power. And that is what the problem is because competition is not seated within our, our, our ability to embrace grace, ease, like all of these things that are innate to us. And let, by the way, I also want to make sure this is clear because I'm about to shift into mm-hmm. this feminine energy. Feminine energy doesn't right. look the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. I want to be clear about that as well. And I, and I make sure that's very clear. It doesn't need to look like what Latoya does mm-hmm. or what Desiree does. It doesn't, right? But it just needs to be yeah. true to you. Um, so if you want to yeah. expand on that, yeah. um, please do. Um, and explore it, especially how, 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 you, uh, how you observe other women tapping into their I think oftentimes when we begin tapping in or begin reconnecting with our feminine energy it can mirror what we've seen right that's usually the good way like it'll begin um, mirroring Mm -hmm. someone you know and and maybe even someone that we Mm -hmm. admire not Mm -hmm. from a place of you know right intention it's it's just someone we admire and we kind of wow like look at the power she's carrying so if I wear that (laughs) that may you know right yeah I close my eyes and breathe that way or if I sit with my heart open this way or however right um we can tend to begin that way Mm -hmm. even me myself I believe I started like that you know it was kind of me seeing yeah uh, a woman in her power and there's a few women who I still to this day you know can look at and go wow like you know she she yeah she just feeds my spirit and honestly so you're one of you feed my spirit right I'm like like, you like, she wakes me up in the morning. You understand? Like she gets me up and gets me ready to go, and, and that's that trick. Fucking yeah! Like, like man, when her posts come up, y'all, it, I'm telling you, like turn on your notifications. You understand? Just gonna get you up. So, so I love that thing, but. Again, it, it it unfolds over time. You begin to really mm-hmm. find your footing and you find what works for you. Right. And mm-hmm. it begins to feel a little bit more mm-hmm. natural in your body because in the beginning, it's not going to feel natural. It's not going to feel, you know, especially if you're mirroring right. someone else, it can feel good in the moment. It can be a moment of pleasure, but it's not going to feel natural. It's not going right. to settle into your body the same way. So mm-hmm. you begin to mm-hmm. unfold and your feminine uh, energy may show up in uh, I don't know I just want to go into the physical because it's e- easily accessible for many but it may show up in basketball shorts and an oversized tee, right you know what I mean it may show up in yeah. a pony and, and no makeup <laughs> if it's feeling you know what I mean like it can show up like that or it can show up you completely nude you know hell anyway that's you how it shows up for me it, it can be <laughs> yeah me too right <laughs> 
like clothes wear. I don't get me clothes, but it just shows up in any kind of way. And, and that's okay. I think we have to really release this, uh, the social ideals around what feminine looks like or how that shows up. And to be clear that feminine energy settles in every person, every male or female, you know, (laughs) it shows up and, and it doesn't Mm -hmm. show up the same. And once we begin to accept that, then we can begin to become sensually liberated or that's when that liberation really starts to step in because you're like, this is who I am. This is how mm-hmm. I show up. And I don't care what the hell you think about it. I don't care whether or okay. not you like it. This okay. is me, right? <laughs> so. So, yeah. so I want to uh, get back onto um uh, pleasure experiences, pleasure rituals, and mm-hmm. specifically yoni eggs, because one of your offerings is um, yoni eggs. And mm-hmm. I love my yoni eggs. Like, I have so many. And I've been using mm-hmm. yoni eggs for a very long time, like, really long. So mm-hmm. I this practice was something that was really sacred to me, and I didn't really share much about it. And I don't really talk about it a lot. Um, but I love how transparent and how much you share it because it's so important. I, the, I remember the, this mm-hmm. was maybe two years ago. One day I posted on a story. I went to the, I had gone to the gynecologist and had a, um, mm-hmm. had an exam and she, <laughs> she was like, oh my goodness, you're also, like, you're, they're so strong. And I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We had a full on laugh. Like I'm like in the little in the little stirrup thing and she's got the little thing and I'm like, Oh, okay, yeah, that's hilarious. So then I yeah. shared on my stories. I was like, it's so funny, but I was like, just so y'all know what it is, is these yoni eggs and these yoni exercises I be doing. And like so yeah. many women hit me up like, What's a yoni egg? And they were like, What is that? What are you doing? And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, like what? No, you guys don't know about this? Oh. And I had and I intended yeah. on sharing more about it, but I just never did. And so when I'm, I told that little story, yeah. but for women who are curious about yoni eggs, and especially there are some who are hesitant or are afraid, they don't know if they should use it or what, mm-hmm. what power it holds or anything like this, how can you ease their concern or how can you share what the experience is for them to have um, the yoni eggs that you offer and what that experience would is, mm-hmm. how do you support them in that, exploring it? Yeah. Uh, well, firstly, I'll say that um, yoni eggs, just in case, you know, someone out there doesn't know, are gemstones that are carved into an egg shape and practiced inside the mm-hmm. vaginal canal or your yoni. And... Um, I would say as far as concerns, because I know many people, when they hear about yoni eggs, they often associate them only with the physical benefits, which is the, you know, um, strengthening of the pelvic floor Mm -hmm. and um, increasing Mm -hmm. orgasms and all of those beautiful things, which Mm -hmm. they do, ladies. They do. do. (laughs) (laughs) They they work. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You heard it here first. And I can attest to kids later. Go on. (laughs) They work. (laughs) <laughs> yes let me flex real quick <laughs> but they have so many metaphysical they do. benefits as well mm-hmm. because when you 
Yeah, when you think about any other crystals that you may own or have heard of, you know, I love to use rose quartz as the example because it's mm-hmm. the most common mm-hmm. crystal. Um, and rose quartz is, of course, a love stone. It is It corresponds to the mm-hmm. heart chakra. So when you're utilizing a yoni egg, you're receiving those same metaphysical mm-hmm. benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still opening up the heart space, except in the most sacred yes. way, you know. When you think of placing something within your sacred space, it's it's a different kind of mm-hmm. connection than a palm mm-hmm. stone or um, a stone that you would place, you know, on right. your dresser. You know, um, it it reconnects you to not only your heart space or whatever you know uh, chakra mm-hmm. it corresponds to, but it reconnects you yeah. to your yoni, and that is the foundation of sensual mm-hmm. liberation. You know, when you begin to reconnect with the most sacred parts yes. of yourself, it opens up the door for you to begin reconnecting with right. the rest of your body. Yeah. You know, but you can't have a connection with the rest of your body without having that deep connection yeah. with your yoni because honestly that's where we carry oh. the most shame that's where we carry the so most true. shame in that it's space so true you know mm-hmm. of course around mm-hmm. our breast around yeah. our heart space there's a lot of shame but when you think of Oof. the bulk of your shame look down open your legs and yep. it's there you know so when you begin your yoni egg practice it introduces you to mm-hmm. your shame right and it introduces you to yes. the shadows and when you're introduced to those things then you're able to unpack them when you're able to unpack them then you're able to line them yes. up like I said earlier yes. look at them and then determine what you no longer need. So that's the beautiful thing about a yoni egg practice. And I, often the concerns are the most common concerns that I've heard. I'll name two. The first one is, will it get stuck? <laughs> that's what I hear more often than anything is, will it get stuck? And the answer is absolutely no. not. <laughs> you know, uh, your vaginal canal is closed oftentimes. Again, there are special yeah. circumstances. And most women who have special circumstances yeah. know them. But um, also the the stones that I offer come drilled. I do offer non-drilled, but they come drilled. And that allows you to string mm-hmm. the yoni egg, which means you can simply right. pull it right. out when you're ready. So you don't have to worry about getting stuck. And then the second um, concern that I hear often is, is it safe to use? And that answer I'll give twofold. The first one is make sure it's authentic. The second one is we only right. offer authentic. Go out. So, <laughs> that's the thing to make sure is that all yoni eggs that you purchase or any yoni eggs that you are looking into are certified. And you can find that out by looking through a website or I'm even asking, asking. Yeah. you know, you can ask directly. Yeah, you simply ask. And again, that's your throat chakra. That's that speaking up yes. and saying, hey, is mm-hmm. this authentic? Um, so that are the, that's the two main concerns. And, you know, hopefully I'm able to open women up to the idea a little bit more by taking away those concerns. And lastly, I do want to say, sorry, sorry, really quick, but I do want to say that um, you do not have to begin a yoni egg practice right. within the yoni. You can have a yoni egg and just become associated with it by holding the stone in your hand or, you know, um, using it within your space. You know, you don't have to 
places, even honestly, um, another great way to connect with the Yoni egg is yes. in your bra. You know, wearing it right next to your oh heart goodness. space. Ladies, you don't have to jump out and just and then now. and place it in. And I want to say another term, you know, just jamming <laughs> it in because that's the way that many women picture right. the fact is it's going. Not right? You don't like have that. to do that. Are, no. I mean, literally, I'm smiling ear to ear because I want to mm-hmm. say one of the so. Um, I'm trying to think my rose cord. Yeah. So it was rose. So the rose cords, um, Yoni egg that I, the first one I ever got, I didn't actually insert it into my Yoni until like six months after I got it. And yeah. I yeah. often do this with all of my Yoni. I don't, I get, I just connect with them. As you said, I love that you said you put it in the bra. Like it is so <laughs> true. I put mine all the time and rest yeah. them there in that space and allow them to connect. So I'm like smiling ear to ear because yes, it is such a beautiful mm-hmm. practice to like connect yeah. with these things because that is how you be able to actually perceive and sense the metaphysical um, aspects of these, um, of these, of these crystals. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. By just connecting with them and, and, and reminding yourself that, in these moments, you still have agency over mm. your body. If you are not ready to insert your yoni mm-hmm. egg, do not do it, right? If it takes yes. you a year, if it takes you, it doesn't yes. matter. This is a mm-hmm. sacred practice. And I love what you said, Toya, at the beginning, um, when you were describing your experience with your yoni eggs, that it was something I didn't discuss often it's because sacred. it was sacred to me. <laughs> That is okay. I I think that is so beautiful. And that was the challenge when I first began Sugar and Sage was being open about talking about, you Mm -hmm. know, my practice. Um, However, I felt like I needed to share that way other women um, would know more about it, not only to inform, but to introduce it in a way that felt um, more accessible for everyone. It felt Mm-hmm. unnatural it didn't feel mm-hmm. like some I don't know this is the best word to use but right. quote unquote dirty or no I, I don't know how to explain mean. it I but do, you know I, I wanted yeah I wanted it to be introduced in a way that says look you know here this is right. this is for you it's right. not for anyone else and that's one reason why I don't often talk about the mm-hmm. physical benefits because what tends to happen if we're not completely right. embodied yet or we're not completely reconnected we tend to associate it with how it can benefit Ooh. someone else if I practice Preach. with my yoni egg <laughs> and I want you to think about your own pleasure what does that do for you do not begin a yoni egg practice for someone else <laughs> it's for you yeah strengthen your pelvic floor yes. for you you know lubricate lubricate for your yoni you. for you, uh, for you. Like, I, you know what I mean <laughs> like, yeah. I can't I'm even right now this you. is so magical I have truly truly this has been more than I could ever imagine I loved every moment of this because Mm -hmm. the amount of insight and support and love that you have shared in this moment I know that they're all of the listeners are going to be fed and 
I'm so grateful to you. So grateful to you and your vulnerability and for you holding these spaces for us. And also, of course, for yourself and showing that and sharing it. It's just, just truly magical. Like, it's everything. <laughs> you are everything. Oh, I'm, I'm so humbled and I feel the same about you. And I, I really appreciate you um, opening up this mm-hmm. type of space, you know, to to share and inviting in um, others to share their experiences and just creating this safe space where we're allowed to be transparent and fully show up. I I genuinely appreciate you. This is absolutely beautiful. This was birthed as I am with birth because I wanted to share myself in a way that I couldn't do on other platforms. So I wanted to talk like, I mm-hmm. like to talk. I don't really, I'm not really, I like to write, but I write for myself because it's just therapeutic for me. Um, but I mm-hmm. love to be able to express myself through, through word and also just being able to show up in a way. That's why it's called as I am, because I'm going to show up as I am. And then when I realized like, oh, yeah. this, like more women need to be in, able to be in the spaces and show up as they are and feel empowered to do it. And that's why this is, for me, has been so supportive for my own well-being because seeing you share yourself in this way is just, or, or listening, experiencing it, it's just magic. And as you said, this transference mm-hmm. of power, this is what we need. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. This has been magical. I have loved every moment and I want you to let the listeners know where they can find you where they can learn more about sugar and sage more about your embodiment practices and your offerings yes uh, you can learn or find out more about sugar and sage by visiting www.sugarandsage.org and that is spelled out completely <laughs> And because um, I know some people sugar <laughs> yeah. and it's just sugar and <laughs> And my social media, but on Instagram, I'm always literally always yeah. on Instagram. Uh, there's sugar.sage for sugar and sage. And then I am pole bunny mm-hmm. for me. And um, yeah, just follow me there. I'm yes. always sharing information, you know, and, and little tips yes. and musings because I love the musings. So. <laughs> yeah. This has been phenomenal, Desiree. Thank you so much, guys. I'm going to link everything that she shared uh, in the description so that you'll be able to access all of her offerings and just see her beautiful energy. If you haven't had the pleasure of doing it, you will be fully an experience of pleasure when you do. (laughs) Thank thank you. you Sending so much love. This bonding experience was everything. I hope you all enjoyed just as much as I did. Take your time to digest the gems shared in this episode. And please continue to support Black women businesses. You can support me by pre-ordering my ebook for yoga beginners, Yoga Doesn't Care If You're Flexible, available August 8th, my birthday. And by joining any of my virtual or in-person yoga and sensual exploration classes. You can support Desiree by ordering her smudge bundles and her certified yoni eggs. 
and by joining any of her yoga and sensual movement explorations. All the links are in the description. Until next time, thank you for receiving me as I am. Get out there in the world and show up as you are. And for black women especially, feel, breathe, stay in your power.